Welcome to Don't Tell Momo, where we spill the sweet tea on all things Southern. I'm Mandy. I'm Leah. I'm Katie. And you're listening to Don't Tell Momo. everyone. I hope everyone's doing really well today. Welcome to our next episode of Don't Tell Momo. This is going to be our most Don't Tell Momo episode yet. So um, I know my dad and my mom listen to this. Y'all just be warned. You may not want to um, because today we are going to be talking about S-E-X. But don't worry, we're going to try and make it through without making y'all turn shades of blush or bashful. So, (laughs) are you kidding? Are you kidding? I want to make everyone giggle about this. Sex is funny. (laughs) Wait, wait, what are the rules? Are we allowed to say penis? (laughs) It's okay if we can't. It's okay. Um... You know, I I just find uh, sex to be, it's a normal part of, you know, people's lives. And I want to kind of retrieve the taboo out of it and um, talk about it like a normal conversation with you guys. So, yeah, I've I've had to like talk myself up for this episode. So if me and you and Leah were sitting at, you know, the pub or at a brewery, I would totally talk about this stuff with y'all with no qualms, no hesitation. But the the idea of going at, of saying it all on the interwebs is kind of crazy to me. <laughs> but it's uh, definitely something I've had to work up to. I agree. I agree. This is definitely going to be one of our most um, open episodes, I guess, right? So <laughs> definitely, I've definitely second-guessed uh, some of the things that I've thought about talking about and and stuff like that. But I think for the most part, it's really just going to be a lot of, of humor and And some personal stories to make y'all giggle right right personal stories some innuendo in there (laughs) so who's ready let's do it Mm -hmm. let's do this let's spill that tea okay so where first off yeah i say we share um our like uh, our love for trashy romance novels (laughs) <laughs> that's a good start that's yeah, a safe yeah. place to start yes, I yes, think. i'd say so nice and easy <laughs> so um this group uh is part of so leah mandy and i are part of a trashy romance novel book club which started in uh 2020 so another thing that was creative and fun and you know one of those things that really helped us survive uh last year and so um we all started this and it has been such a a, a fun way to just like chill out read one of those books that it really doesn't like sit with you long you can read it and then put it down and you can get back to doing what you were doing but it's such a fun escape i truly recommend it for anyone who is looking for you know something something fun and interesting and to kind of like spice things up yeah definitely Mandy started this for us she kind of grouped us all together and had this idea where did you get the idea from Mandy 
Oh, I, okay. Yeah. There's a story yes. with this. There's a Southern author. She wrote the book Southern Lady Code and yes. she had many podcasts. They're off of podcast player right now or Apple podcast right now, but she did it as a promotional. She had many episodes of a podcast to promote her book, Southern Lady Code. And she talked about a trashy classic, like a classic trashy book romance club she had with her girlfriends. So they could all be titillated in her words, titillated Southern Lady Code for aroused, as she said. So I was like, we should totally do that. And we were already all about Marco Polo. So I just made a big group on Marco Polo. And we just started inviting anyone and everyone we knew that might be interested. It has been so much fun. So we have people in the UK that are part of this club or all over over the United States. It has been so much fun. And we definitely talk about books other than the books we're reading. Usually our friend Melissa gets on Goodreads and kind of searches out a bunch of different books. And each month she'll go on there and make like a poll. And then we vote for whatever we're going to whatever book we think would be the most fun to read that month. And then we get on Marco Polo and kind of just chat about where we are or what our, our, like I, our feelings are about the book at the time. And it's great because like, because we're so all over the world, you, you, it's not like we have to find one specific time to meet. We can just get on, pop on and see what everybody else is thinking at the same time. And it's not like these books are, gonna it's not like anyone's gonna give anything away these are not deep interesting plots with like huge twists and turns that are gonna large character arcs exactly (laughs) it's just titillating fun right (laughs) (laughs) and the uh southern lady code is that by helen ellis yes okay cool yeah just wanted to share that and and she's kind of inspired a lot of the the parts of this book, I think. I don't know, or this episode. I don't know if she realizes how much. I'm sure she doesn't. She doesn't even know who we are. But um. <laughs> it's actually her and Celia Riverbanks. Oh, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. Okay. Nice. Yes. Another so. Southern comedian that writes. Yes. You're right. But yeah, so we've really, really enjoyed this book. I think, what are we reading in January? What's the name of the book again? It's Something About Balls. Yep. Drop the ball. Dropping the ball or, or this year. I don't, I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. Actually. It's all about like a New Year's. It's a New Year's theme. So we kind of do this the last few months we've been doing holiday themed ones. And it's actually, I actually read, I think half of it last night. I like poured a glass of wine and sat on the couch and just read for a while. Um, and it's not bad. It's not bad so far, actually. It's probably one of my more favorite ones. It's got a good balance of plot and story to, to like steaminess, steaminess. Yes. Thank you. That's a perfect word. Yeah. So if you want to read along with us, it's called dropping the ball by Weston Parker. (laughs) And some of our like ground rules is it needs to be a romance and it needs to be free or like under $3 on Kindle and Nook books. So they're super cheap. Exactly. This one's really affordable. I think all the ones we've read so far have been free or there is a free version available somewhere. And so far, at least, I feel like if there's a good one out there at some point that we might need to read that somebody recommends, then it'll definitely be worth it to like pay a couple dollars for it. Yeah, it's been super fun. It's been a great way to just like kind of relieve some stress, you know, talking to all of these wonderful ladies about the silly books that we've been reading. And then also a lot of the other 
books that we've been reading as well. And my, my to read list has grown immensely since joining this group and it's been awesome. So what are some of your earliest memories of sex growing up in the South? I'll start. I'll go ahead and start because y'all know I have some stories. So my sex talk came, mm, I don't know how old I was, probably middle school from my great grandmother who lived to be 101 years old. (laughs) So she was probably in her nineties or late eighties by then. And she um, told me that her only version of the sex talk was keep your legs crossed and his thing in his pants. (laughs) (laughs) And she's, she has had some great phrases, some great Southern phrases throughout our lives. When anyone in our family got pregnant, she would tell them, you ate the oyster, now you have to shit the shell. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and that must got to be the most Biloxi thing I've ever heard in my life. Seriously. Oh my gosh. Times are rough. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a oh, good It's line. a rough analogy, but it's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> oh my it's gosh. It's definitely a good one. Yeah. That's definitely a good one. <laughs> I think my uh, my first memories of uh, even getting like the birds and the bees talk uh, was surprisingly at Sunday school. I got a really good sex education <laughs> in um, Catholic Sunday school. Who knew? And uh, much better actually than my um, sex class in, in high school and stuff. So surprisingly, yeah. And then my mom picks me up after the day that we've had a whole a whole uh, class on sex and she's like do you have any questions and I'm like I got this mama (laughs) I'm like asking her do you have any questions (laughs) oh my gosh so Um, I I don't really have like a funny like learning I guess I do I guess when we when we were in Sunday school as well actually I was in high school and we had to watch this movie called the meaning of life and it goes through, yes, like, yes. visually goes through the entire process and everything. And it's like, okay, we're like, I think I was a junior in high school. So at that point, like, we all kind of knew what it was, right? We all kind of understood what was going on. And we're just like bored watching this movie. And the lights are out. And one of the girls in my class had like fallen asleep. And I think the priest comes in around that time and like the baby is crowning okay so like the baby is crowning and it's got this full-on view of between the legs crowning like you could see baby head hair coming out right and father kitchen like walks in at that time and so one of the girls wakes up that's sleeping she wakes up because she hears the door open and she looks up and she sees this and she like (laughs) screams because it's like you know like crowning baby like hello in your face (laughs) oh my gosh it was crazy yeah we totally had to watch a, a live birth on a video in health class when I was probably about 15 or 16 years old. I think I took health my sophomore year. And yeah, seeing that at 15 come out of someone's hoo-ha is pretty traumatizing. It'll make you think twice. I was going (laughs) to say, it definitely makes you think twice. I think I had to watch that video. I think that was like the second time maybe I'd seen it. I think I also had to watch that in like health class or something like that too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's intense. Have either of you seen The Life of Brian? No. The movie? No. no. Okay, well, there's a scene in this movie, if anyone else has seen it, you know what I'm talking about, where they go through a sex education <laughs> class, but it's not, it's more about 
actual sex than it is about like the after and and oh my gosh these kids have to be traumatized (laughs) it's it's really funny oh goodness i say give them a book and then ask them if they have any questions (laughs) although i don't know maybe making them watch the meaning of life does something as well. I know. I know the teen pregnancy stats are pretty bad in Mississippi, oh, yeah. so there might be a a better way to do all this. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, a hundred percent. Education sure. is key. It's actually like been shown that that to reduce rates, like more the more education you have, you it definitely helps reduce rates of teen pregnancy. So, and yeah. that's actually kind of um, I was actually glad we were actually going ahead with this topic because I do think it's a topic that needs to be talked more about, Agreed. and we shouldn't be scared to talk about it. I completely agree. I think it's really important to get to a point where you kind of feel comfortable talking about a lot of these things, and like right. the stuff we're talking about right now is fine, you know. Yeah, but like some more personal things. That's where you start to get a little, eh. and as long, but I think as long as you find someone knowledgeable to talk about it with, like, that's the important part, you know, Mm -hmm. and finding someone in your life to share these things with. So if you ever do have any issues, then you have a, a place to voice them and you can understand, like, if something is weird or off or like, maybe I should see a doctor. Because we should know that the internet is not the best place to find facts like it's not the only place to find facts you have to make sure your source is good first (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah using porn as a uh an educational tool is is not the best idea so hopefully that you find someone in your life to talk with uh to talk about these things with it's not realistic (laughs) yes yes neither yeah. are our romance novels for that yeah. matter oh definitely. so true oh <laughs> my gosh so true. True. those so are true. those are those are book boyfriends they're different yeah. they're they're not we have so ones. many book boyfriends <laughs> that's been an ongoing conversation these last few days um in our marco polo uh back mm-hmm. from this is all of our different book boyfriends i think mm-hmm. mr darcy i believe comes up a lot <laughs> okay, so let's get really like rosy cheeked and talk about our personal stories. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I think Mandy needs to start. Are we talking about the story that involves all three of us? I think we should. Our social okay. experiment. To start okay. before we uh That's move perfect. On. <laughs> That's okay. perfect. So I think Mandy needs to start this story off because she kind of introduced us, introduced me to this on accident, and then we'll go from there. So a while ago, probably I would say pre-2014, I'm pretty sure this was pre our trip to Europe, which is a whole other topic we probably should talk about on the podcast sometime. Me and Leah would sometimes go to spend the weekend with Leah's future husband, DJ, in Lafayette, because he was getting his master's degree there. And just to get out of town, we would ride together and just have the, have the weekend there, which was a lot of fun. So before we were into audiobooks, we sometimes would bring a book and one of us would read it out loud while the other one was driving. And I have some books by Celia Riverbank, which I mentioned earlier, and she is a gem. She's so funny. And one of her books was Quit Dressing Your Six-Year-Old Like a Skank. This was the title of the book. (laughs) I don't remember if this was the one that I was listening to or we were reading or if it was a different one, but she had this story where she went to a basically spice up your marriage class. Yes. Oh my gosh. This was Mandy. So I'm driving to Lafayette, right? And it's like a three 
and a half ish hour drive depending on traffic in baton rouge of course and so mandy is reading this to me and y'all um, got deep into this book then oh my god <laughs> yes definitely we were i was i was dying like i feel like there was a part off to the side of the road yeah there was a part we had to stop because we both had tears we were laughing so hard there were tears in both of our eyes like streaming down our face tears we were laughing oh like god. belly laughing Okay, you tell the part, and then, yeah, I had to, yeah. I literally had her read this to me, like, three times, because yes. it's so funny. So, she goes to this class, and this little prim, proper southern lady is there as the leader of the group, I guess you could say, and she was like, all right, ladies, I know you're tired. You probably were at home cleaning and cooking a nice breakfast for your husbands and getting to, trying to get to this class, and the funny thing is, Silly Riverbank's like, well, it pointed to the cabinet the cereal was in for him. I mean, I don't know about all that. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> just starts talking. Then she goes, okay, ladies, now let's talk about S-E-X. Like, she would not even say sex. <laughs> <laughs> that is the inspiration for the title of this episode, by the way, y'all. Yes. And, and of course, you can picture this woman. We all know her, right? She's got yes. her little pearls on and maybe her little cardigan or, you know, her little button up shirt and she's up there and she's, she's got that very sweet Southern little accent and she's like S E X with her cross necklace on, you know? Mm -hmm. So she was talking a little more and she goes, okay, if you need to spice up your marriage, here's what you do. You get buck naked, not naked, naked buck naked and hide in the shadows and jump out and surprise your man <laughs> like a and this spider monkey <laughs> and that's what leah added to <laughs> and then this by this point we were in tears in I'm tears i'm almost in tears telling this story i'm having trouble right now i haven't even read the book but i'm like oh my gosh this so is too I good like, me i was like mandy say that one more time and she's like, you have to hide in the shadows, book naked, and jump out. And I was like, and where's the spider monkey thing from? That's from like some meme or vit movie or so. something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, like a spider monkey. <laughs> Maybe it was um, Twilight. Oh, it might have been something like that. It's some kind of like, or I, I'll have to figure out where that was from. But it was, I was like, all I could think of in my head was lack of spider monkey. <laughs> I think yeah. it was like some meme or something. Oh my gosh. It was so funny. I was dying. I, I, have, dying. I have used the phrase jump on them like a spider monkey before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It comes I don't know from where. somewhere. Who I don't know where it comes from, but it's hilarious. Yeah. So, so when we composed ourselves, we're like, we got to try this. We decided to, to have a social experiment. So um, this is where it gets serious because yes. this is science. Okay, guys. This exactly. Okay. And this was the conversation Mandy and I had after we like pulled ourselves together. We're like, okay, at some point in the near future, because there's also an episode of what is it? How I Met Your Mother. Yes, How I Met Your Mother. The Naked Man, exactly. Oh, it's so good. Oh my gosh. If you guys haven't watched it, it's hilarious. You can watch it on Hulu. Yes, and it's, they meet some guy, right? Uh, and he's totally out of the, one of the characters' leagues. Like, there's no way there's going to be a second date. And she walks up with him to her apartment and goes to the bathroom. And when she comes out, he's naked. And she's so surprised she buck has sex with him. Naked. He's buck, buck naked. naked. 
And she's so surprised she has sex with him and he calls it the naked man and he swears it works two out of three times. The woman's so surprised she just goes with it. And it's sometimes it's like pity or surprise and like, eh, okay, what? let's okay. go. Like that's literally what he says in the episode. So in my mind, like, okay, that's what um, the naked man is this like the woman's version, right? That's so yeah, like, that's okay. the conclusion we came to. We're like, this has got to be the women's version. Yes. So Mandy and I call Katie at this time and we explain to her what she has to do sometime in the near future. Okay. And Mandy, I think you ended up going first because I had to I was like, already wait. living. Yeah, I, I was already wait. living with it. <laughs> we were already married by then. <laughs> yes, because I think we were on the way back from Lafayette, actually. It wasn't mm-hmm. to Lafayette. It was on the way back. Anyway, so I guess we should go in order of how we tried this, right? To explain yep. our versions yep. and whether it Mandy worked or first. not. Yes, I waited until it was right about time for Ed to come home. And I crouched down, like, on this other side of our bed with just <laughs> the lamp on without the overhead light on and jumped out at him. Buck <laughs> naked. Buck <laughs> naked. <laughs> So what was his reaction? Was he surprised or? He was surprised and delighted. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the biggest question, did it work? It worked for me. Okay. That's Success. one out of three. So that's so one out of three. Mm-hmm. One out of three. Okay. So next, I think it was, was it your turn next, Katie, or was it mine? My turn next? Okay. So I, and every time, like Mandy, Mandy definitely like called me like the next day and was like, oh my gosh it worked. <laughs> she told me her whole story. We were very invested in this by this time. Crouched down. Oh, it was a whole thing for a while. And then, so I guess the next weekend probably, or probably the weekend after that, I went to visit DJ again. And he had, I think he was like walking around the apartment and like trying to order a pizza, but it was during March Madness. And so like he was on the phone on hold for a long time. And I didn't know that it was going to happen this way. Like I didn't realize he was going to be on the phone for 15 minutes. So I'm like hiding behind his dresser, buck In naked. the shadows. In the shadows, buck naked, right guys? And crouching, crouching like a spider out. monkey. <laughs> for way too long, by the way. It was kind of annoying how long it took. And... <laughs> Like to the point where it was awkward. I was like, yeah, I was like, okay. Um, and I was about to give up and just like put my clothes back on and be like, okay, whatever. This is too weird. And he walks back in at that moment. <laughs> and I like jump out at him. And have you ever heard the term like fight or flight? Yep. My husband is fight. And so he <laughs> Warning for anyone. <laughs> if you're daring to try this, be don't, careful. Don't jump out at him. So he didn't punch me, luckily. <laughs> but he like pushed me away. <laughs> was like, what? And then and then I had to explain to him what was going on. But ultimately it did work. So we have our two out of three currently. And then, then we, we tasked Katie and told her she had to complete this, this task mission, mission mm-hmm. rather quickly because we needed our statistics. It's for science. We need the, you know, we need the numbers. And so I took on this mission and I, uh, I waited for, you know, it's a very simple um, strategy, waited for Brady to come home and uh, when uh, when he comes home, I'm hiding down the hallway in our dark hallway, and I jump out and yell surprise, and it, it worked. 
it was great. <laughs> it worked. It was awesome. He was very surprised. It's he's hard to scare. I'll be honest. He's very hard to scare. <laughs> but it's fantastic. So three, three out of three. So it's even better than the naked man. Exactly. Yeah. Success. I think that's because we have boobs. I think that. That's, I think so. That's the, that's the point, right? Boobs mm-hmm. are great. Yeah. Yep. They are. <laughs> um, so, so this is something, if you want to try the spider monkey, which is what we have dubbed it, the spider monkey instead of the naked man, the spider monkey, it's much more fun. Feel free to try it and let us know. Come, like, send us an email, shoot us a little DM, slide into our DMs, let us know if it works for you. Because, yeah, you don't um, have to public comment no, no, on this, please, guys. Yes. Please don't. No, <laughs> no worries about that. Like, keep this private. We will keep it fully anonymous. I can, I can publish some, like, graphs on this if we need to. Like, I can publish some, some stats on this. I can run these stats. So let's see. Let's see how it works. So can y'all tell me about what this vibrator is all about? that I haven't heard this story. I cannot believe I've not heard this story. Once I compose, hold on, once I compose myself from my sister just telling everyone to share all of this. Oh my gosh, it's so funny to me. I I need to know, I need to know these stats. We need to know. I need graphs, full on graphs, statistics. I need to run these. Yes, the biologist, the biologist in her needs the correlation, needs the, you know, needs all of that. Because the subset of three is way too small. Like it's it's barely, barely relevant. Anyway, uh, yeah, so basically on our little notes list, Katie has written a note that says, my sister bought me a vibrator and we have told Mandy she's never going to find out until we start recording what this actually is about. So Katie, Tell, tell her about the time I bought you a vibrator. <laughs> so my sister, the beauty queen that she is, was into Korean skincare products. Uh, and I, there's a very well-known, I think it's Tony Moly or whatever is one of them. And they have this fantastic, fantastic facial spray. I'll get to the packaging in a second. <laughs> but it's a a fantastic facial spray. It's like smells like pears, really delicious. And you just spray it on your face. You feel super hydrated. Um, but she sent me this care package in the mail and I open it up and I see what looks to be a very like, and discreet. we haven't very discreet, discreet like compact phallic shaped <laughs> pink uh, it look I it it looks like a vibrator. I'm telling you, it even has the little spot where it looked like you could put batteries in it. <laughs> it looks like a rabbit. Uh, so there's that there's the other clue that I swore was a vibrator. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, sister. I was like, well, this is interesting. Have we gotten to a different like uh, a point in our relationship where we can do this? So I, I like hold this in my hand. I'm like, this is cool, but I have to call her first and like talk to her about this. So I called Leah and I was like, okay, sister. So I'll tell you that I was having like problems you know with a sex and so <laughs> I, I was so I, I I was like okay Leah so I love you a lot but I didn't ask for help with my sex life <laughs> and she was like Katie it's a facial spray and I was like oh it all makes sense now <laughs> so I just like pop off the top and there's a little spray but <laughs> I swore that she had bought me a vibrator for like the moments that I opened it up and I was like sister I appreciate that I really appreciate that you care about my sex life with my husband <laughs> Bro, 
girl, you seem a little stressed. I was just trying to help you out. I was like, I didn't tell you the right thing. I didn't tell you I needed help, but I'm fine with this. If this is the stage we're in with our relationship. Oh my gosh. It was so funny. I thought maybe it was payback for Mr. P. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. I guess we should say that story. I wasn't planning on it, but we should definitely have to talk about Mr. P. He's an institution at this point. This is, and this is like an epic story. Like it does not just begin the week in 2016, the weekend you got, uh, you were getting married and we went on a bachelor trip to Savannah. This story, this story has history. Yes. So when we went to, we, the Tortuga, Seis Tortugas trip, we call it, our Seis Tortugas trip in 2014 to Europe, me and Katie went early. We went to a couple different places before meeting up with the big group and keeping on with our travels. Well, me and Katie, one place we went was Bath, England, and it was a lot of fun, but we stayed in the crappiest hostel. Like we are talking, I've stayed in a lot of hostels a lot of hostels and i'd say this is the top like three worst noisy stinky loud like just oh it was awful. and and what was worse was katie was on the top monk and i was on the bottom but the only power plug was under my bed so brandos were like crawling under my bed in the middle of the night or like i'd wake up and there's someone like staring at me like, in my can sleep I plug my phone in <laughs> no not like, even that ah <laughs> creepy there was a brawl one night where i swear someone was like getting their asses handed to them there was like and oh, the goodness. windows were open and you could hear it echoing up yeah and people were like messing with their money out on their bed like just asking for someone to like steal it and like oh it was just terrible just so not, we're like so the next and hustle. no and katie and i are notor- both notoriously cheap both of us are notoriously cheap. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Cheap, cheap. And we're like, screw it. We're doing all the fun things today after that miserable night's sleep. So we went to the, the spa. We went to um, the play that night. We were like, let's go see the play. Like we did all the things and we're like, okay, what's the, how long can we put off going to our room? So there was a, a pub we really liked. I think it was called The Raven or something like that. We loved it. And it's down the cutest little street. And they had a bunch of other little bars, like they had a gin bar. So we're like, we can make last call at the Raven and at least prolong our misery a little longer. Oh yeah. We closed them out, had like these delicious like pies and, and beers all night. It was so nice. Yeah. And they had this little like window, like wraparound window seat that was really nice at the corner. Um, that one was on the corner. Yeah. So really we're walking after the play was done, we're walking down this little cute road and these chicks come running out from the gin bar with a massive inflatable penis. Like we're talking, <laughs> this thing is my height. I'm like five, three. And this thing is the same height as me. And they smack these random dudes in the face with yeah. the penis and then taunt people with it from the doorway. No exaggeration. This chick was riding the giant inflatable <laughs> penis and just like exactly. all the way down the road. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Katie are like, wow, that's a memory. So fast forward to 2016. Leah's getting married. We're all going to Savannah and Leah's no penises. I'm like, no penises at the bachelorette. <laughs> it's <laughs> We're just like, not my thing. I'm not really mm-hmm. like a let's Let's have like little straws and all this kind of stuff. You know, that's just not really my thing. And, and we know? respected that, yeah, but we're like, course. she has to have a Mr. P. <laughs> that's me and Katie decided, right? How did this conversation go, Katie? <laughs> I think it was more like, because we had such a, a, 
a hilarious like experience there it, it just had to be restaged almost and so exactly um we made it happen we mm -hmm. what did you order the biggest mr p you could find on the internet right <laughs> exactly on our on amazon i went and found the biggest mr p i could find on amazon and we left it in the bed where leo was sleeping for me to find for her to find perfect. and then we would like jump out from the corners and mess with her with it <laughs> like scare her with it all weekend and so when it was time to leave the next morning and we were packing up we're like okay he needs one more go at it so we put him in the passenger seat where leo was going to be riding home and i have we've been like packing the car the doors in and out open. Yeah. like there's five of us here six of us i think five and and so we were moving in and out like and like the car door is open right and i like get in the car and and we get on the freeway leaving yeah. savannah no mr p and we make I a joke we're like we're like leah what'd you think of one more one more adventure with mr p and you're like what are you talking what, about what do you mean huh where like what'd you do with him <laughs> someone we realize we yes. realize that mandy had thought you thought i had like stuck him in the back like ha 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 and just like stuck him in or the threw back him away anything or threw him away okay. no we realized that we didn't know what happened to him there's just this giant inflatable penis sitting in the passenger seat of mandy's car and some passerby took it we can't find him so someone stole mr p we someone find stole our mr. P, <laughs> right and <laughs> so we're like oh my gosh what are we how what are we supposed to do about this like it was just so funny that he's he's on an adventure somewhere else and we have no idea where he is yeah he's um, lost for good yeah hopefully someone else's bachelorette party will use him or you know he finds a good home exactly <laughs> yeah. we're, we're worried about him exactly. <laughs> so, and then then we decided that that decided that this has to be a thing i think we sent one for kate's bachelorette party that i couldn't attend i think we said yeah i don't think any kate. of us could go to that one and no. then for katie's in dc we were also at a conference for a our work online conference. A work conference and we're like and i couldn't find any big mr p's anymore so i got her pickles yeah we got a giant inflatable pickle we also thought that that would be you know a little more appropriate and funny since it's like a a conference for like educators right and if like they see us walking out of the hotel with a giant inflatable penis we thought that you know might not be professional right so. i could possibly lose my job so i think that i think that the pickle was the perfect uh like kosher you know alternative <laughs> and and i think that it just was really hilarious because i barely knew anyone at the conference so all i did like i used it as my icebreaker it was amazing everyone was like what's with the pickle and i'm like hi my name's katie like <laughs> and you came up and talked about him yeah we're not yeah. gonna talk about him this has nothing to do with you like <laughs> but it was like phallic enough so it worked you know <laughs> and i got to ride him around dc so it was amazing <laughs> yeah that we was a good so bachelorette party yeah i'm we so ready i'm so ready for someone else to get married now <laughs> I, know. I know we have to carry <laughs> the tradition on especially oh, yes. from that group from that group that was with us in savannah exactly for sure. that was so much fun I love that. Oh my God. So to jump into our next topic, shaven versus unshaven and our embarrassing waxing stories. Here we go. <laughs> Mandy, would you like to share one? Oh yeah. I have a good one. So 
normally I don't wax. Yeah, it's not my thing. I'll like get my brows waxed sometimes, little upper lip wax if there's like a special occasion. And I, I have this thing in my life to where when I do something, I just do it all in at a, the most random situation. Leah and Leah knows that, and you too, Katie, that this is just me. I just think it's a good idea randomly. Get a sketchy massage somewhere in a foreign country. Okay, might as well. So, <laughs> Temper yourself. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So I spent, I've mentioned that before that I've spent time in Vietnam and self-care things in Vietnam are so cheap. Oh, I miss it. You could get your hair washed and dried and with a facial for $2. I would get a gel man hair washed in, in like, in, in Vietnam is like a massage. Like it's not just, they're going to shampoo your hair. It's like a full on scalp massage experience. Right, Mandy? Yeah. Yeah. And they facial, like do a little facial, like they rub cold water across their face and use their nails to like run in through your pores. It sounds weird, but it's very comfy. And then they dry your hair and it's so soft afterwards. That sounds amazing to me. And I would get $11 gel mani pedis at a place a stone's throw from where I was living by the the cutest girl. (laughs) And that's $11 for both of them, not each. Both of them. Let's go now. Let's go. (laughs) I know. I know. I miss it so much. So my coworker, Anna, recommended a lady that would take her little motorbike and come wax you at your own apartment for like 30 bucks. Whatever body wax you needed. In the privacy of your own home. In the privacy of your own home. And she, uh, so my friends, Izzy and Holly, arranged for her to come to their apartment. They lived in like a teacher apartment. And we all made like appointments for that day. So after I got done teaching that Saturday, I, I went and that was my first time ever getting a Brazilian wax. And it took like 45 minutes and it was rough. This lady was wonderful. We're Facebook friends now after she waxed my hoo-ha. It was so intense. She even like did like a natural like sugar coconut oil wax. So she would make you taste it. Like she'd bring an extra jar and make you taste it. Not the one she was using, but make you taste it before you. (laughs) It's edible. (laughs) But yeah, she's like, you poor thing. She, she, you know, she, she was great. She was so nice. Oh, I love this. That's the kind of relationship you want with the person who waxes you. (laughs) Yeah, especially waxes your junk. So that was intense. Not going to lie. I'm quite uh, jealous of that relationship you have with <laughs> because when I go to get a wax, like they just ask me the most, like, just, you know, you're trying to stay calm, stay comfortable. The music's going, maybe there's a little water fountain in the background, you know, like trickling down or you're trying to chill and they just keep asking you questions and you're like bracing yourself for the next like rip off. <laughs> oh my gosh. How do you have a normal conversation with the person who's waxing you? <laughs> Usually I ask them, if I do it stateside, which I don't too often, I'll ask them questions about their job. Does it bother oh, yeah. you seeing so many JJs? Like, I'm just curious. I Yeah, definitely. I, I think situations like that are only as awkward as you make them. That's one of my mottos for life is situations are only as awkward as you make it, right? And mm-hmm. so if you don't act like it's awkward, then it's not going to be awkward for the other person either, right? And yeah. I think the first time I don't get waxed often either. I've, I've done it a couple of times. Like the first time I was sitting in there and I was at, I got it done at the grand casino at the spa. Right. Cause they have a, they have like a locals or they did have like a locals discount for their spa. Like you could just get a discount for being a local. And 
and I'm sitting in the waiting room and there's like these other ladies in there and everyone's going to get their massages. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm, I'm here for some pain, apparently not. <laughs> and this lady sitting next to me is like, Oh, what are you getting done? And I was like, Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting a Brazilian. And she's like, Oh honey. And she like, and she handed me like some prescription strength ibuprofen. And she's like, you need this. And I was like, Oh gosh, I just got drugs from a stranger at the spa. Like, <laughs> I was like oh, thanks. Oh, what do I do now? Like, this is weird. I don't know what this is. She's like, it's just ibuprofen. <laughs> this might be a controversial opinion, but I'm so ready for 70s full bush to come back, come back oh, in style. It I'm is. so ready. It, <laughs> it is. is. There's a reason that there's, there's hair down there. It's protective. The hair is purposeful. And in the winter, it keeps you warmer, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have so many thoughts on stuff like that. But it's like, the hair is there for a reason. Uh, but I would say the pain that you're talking about, sister, is ibuprofen worth like, like you should yeah. take that for sure because oh, yeah. I've had tattoos, I've had broken bones, like I know some pain and, and that is top for me. Like getting a wax is really painful. So worth it though in the end. Like if you could just, you know, hold on for however long it takes. And this 20, is coming from the girl that danced on a broken toe in point shoes. Uh, that was stupid though. <laughs> that was a really stupid choice in it life. Is, but, but the thing no. is you really shouldn't you shouldn't be dancing in the boot. Like you just shouldn't dance in a boot. <laughs> yeah. I know pain is basically what we're trying to say. I have a high pain tolerance. <laughs> I do not. Um, I, I've ha I handled it pretty well though. It was fine. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things like, I think the problem is also that we don't do it very often because apparently the more you do it, the easier it becomes. It's and too so expensive. Yes. I can't afford that every six weeks or whatever. Like, that's the other thing. Yeah. That's the other thing. Too expensive to, you know, for that. But if you can afford it, by all means, get it and done. If you can't get prescription strength ibuprofen, a couple of margaritas will knock that right out too. Okay, ladies, let's discuss the size matter. Mm, I don't think size matters. I think there's an innate attraction between two people before clothes even come off, personally. That's my thought. I I agree. And I also, I mean, I think like not that I can talk very much because I don't really have, I'm one of those weird, weird people, I guess, for our generation. I've literally only been with like one person. I've been together with my husband for a really long time now. So I, I would say it's probably more like a skill level as well, as opposed to like a, a size level. It's like, what is it? It's more about the motion of the ocean or something like that. Isn't yeah. That? Yeah. One of those yeah. cheesy phrases. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've heard that before too. So on this, on this story, I have a, a funny thing to share. So I was traveling with uh, Brady's family when we, we first, when we first met, it was, it was like, go right away. Like we traveled together. We, we just, we went to festivals together. We, it was like just an instant connection, right? Before any of the before we got dirty <laughs> and so then our uh we went on a family vacation to Tennessee and I barely knew his family and I'm also just a quiet person in general like until you really get to know me then you can't shut me up and I, I could be ridiculously loud but 
on the way to Tennessee, there are multiple occasions where you pass sex stores. So, uh, and they seem to get larger and larger as you go like towards, uh, to, until you get to the um, like inner city and stuff. And so we're passing, you know, the X, uh, the X sex store or the insert name here sex store and the blah, blah, blah sex store. And then there's the super X, X, and I'm like, like out of nowhere, his, everything's quiet in the car. And I'm just like, cause size matters. We should take that exit. <laughs> and Steve just, uh, Brady's uh, stepdad and his mom and the whole family just started cracking up because they hadn't heard a peep out of me for, you know, during the, the travels up there. And it was, it was quite funny though. And, and they'll never let me live that down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. DJs, speaking of like people saying like really funny things out of nowhere is the first time I ever took a picture with DJ's family. So it was like his whole family, his extended family and everything like that. And he has this, he had his, his momo was one of the sweetest little ladies. She was like super short, like his mom. And she was like super tiny. She had a very like very coiffed hairstyle all the time, right? She was one of those sweet little momo ladies that we all know and love. And she was like super, she, she always seemed like she's going to be like just super sweet, super, you know, anyway, but she, we would take a picture and his family went to go take a picture and this tiny, sweet little quiet woman just yelled, everybody say sex. And you're just like, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Out of nowhere? And they're like, no, she always does that. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so Makes now you anytime. Smile. Yes, exactly. She'd smile and everybody would smile. So now anytime we, anytime we take a picture now, it's like that, I, that pops up in my head every single time we take a group picture. I'm like, everybody say sex. <laughs> it's so funny. She was so sweet. That's amazing. Now that we've hopefully made your cheeks blush and you feel bashful uh, about our uh, personal stories, um, be sure to check us out on all of our social medias. We have all of them now, guys. Uh, Don't Know Momo has a Pinterest. We have a Tumblr. If, if, if anyone is out there with a Tumblr, please follow us on all of our social medias like Twitter, Facebook. You can find us at don't tell Momo Lounge or the Magnolia Lounge on Facebook, and then don't tell Momo everywhere else. So follow us there, please. Comment, share, like, do all those things for us, and uh, we will share the love with you guys. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. For more stories and all things Southern, please subscribe to our podcast on. Apple Podcast or wherever you find your podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media platforms at Don't Tell Momo. We would like to give a big thank you to David Sewell for the original music. Thank you to all of our Momos who have inspired us along the way. And thank you to Anchor for your incredibly user-friendly site. 